Welcome back to Football Lenses, guys. This is AJ talking. With me is the usual co-host, Baka. Sue. Sue, indeed. It has begun. It has begun. Four long years of waiting uh, for the World Cup and for international games to matter, and truly matter. It has begun. And it's beautiful. And what a match day one we've had. Upsets. And we know all of you. Slaughterings. Listening is obviously watching you know, the, the live stream we had between Ecuador and Qatar because you guys are super fans. Of course. Including CJ Brown, Chicago Fire Legend. Shout out CJ. Considering who shouted us out, we owe him a shout out now. Yeah. He said Fire getting playoffs. Yes, sir. <laughs> so. Well, uh, there's only really one thing to talk about today. Match week one. Um, we're going to... Fully transparent. We're already halfway through match day two. But... It's been like three groups. There's like what? No, it's more than three. There's two, four, six groups. Is there six groups? Already, yeah. Because there's two per day. Oh, fuck me. My apologies. We really are. So we're literally like... They're really Actually, just pumping more than halfway through. They're really just pumping them out, huh? Yeah. God damn. But we're not going to talk about match day two yet. Um, we're going to release another podcast. You're probably on our normally scheduled day. Talking about that. Um, and then we'll probably do like another one too with a, we'll a special one. guest. That's just like a fun type of episode, maybe like on Friday or something. And then match week three. Whenever so there's it's a, done. There's a lot of there's a lot that's going to happen within the next week. Two weeks, whatever. Um, You're going to hear a lot of us. As we said, we wanted to, to pump up the production. Um, really, really put some time in during this tournament. And what better time than during the World Cup? I know. It's like Christmas. Um, well, speaking of the World Cup, game one. Match, first match, man. Oh, my God. We thought, we thought Qatar was going to buy their way in to the final, but... You know, it's shocking, man. I, I really expected more from Qatar, considering that, like, they won the Asian Cup, and they did, de- for the most part, quite well in the, the Gold, Gold Cup. Cup. Yeah. It looked like they were playing in, like, non-league. It it looked, was, at first, it looked like they were buying. A little bit, especially with half, that. Yeah, because that called off the first goal, everybody was confused a little bit. Um, Still don't think that it was... Uh, to this day. Uh, it should have been called to this day. Doesn't make sense, but you know, things happen. Um, two 0 though. Enter Valencia. Two goals. My guy. You um, know. my man took a beating that game. It looked but, like they're trying to start a WWE match with my guy. Yes, it did. But at the end of the day, Ecuador was victorious. Ecuador looked good. Ecuador did look good. Damn, they looked real good. They look real good. I mean, quick, passionate, putting everything they have on the line. Yeah. I mean, when we did our prediction, like our World Cup, like the brackets and all that, you and Miguel had put them to uh, get out the group. So In the group stage, like get grouped. No, oh, no, I, did put, I forgot. I did yeah. Put, yeah, yeah, I forgot. Um, I still think that... Senegal looks pretty good, which goes to the second game. They did lose 2-0, but they they literally, like, 
we're neck and neck with Netherlands for like 90 minutes. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Po made the difference. Yeah. So, um, interesting what's going to happen between that last game between Ecuador and Senegal. Yeah. Um, one of the questions that I think arose from the Netherlands game is is Senegal still that good without Mane? Or is the Netherlands just bad? I really think Netherlands is just bad. I'm not taking anything away from Senegal. I know they're pretty good. Like, they're decent, right? Mm-hmm. But, like, you you would expect a lot more from the Netherlands. So, I don't know how they're going to do. I mean, I'm sure they'll get out of, the, like, the group. But the way they played, are they going to get out top? I don't know. I'm not so sure. All I know is, um, obviously, my nation is in Group B. Um, I'm not really afraid of Group A Of any team right now I mean I don't think anyone should be afraid of any team in Group B either Fair But I haven't really seen anything special out of, Honestly out of most groups There hasn't been too much That really set one team apart And obviously we'll talk about the outliers in a little bit Um, But yeah Group A Pretty competitive right now after match day one. Yeah. Um, Group uh, B, though, I mean, with England thrashing Iran 6-2, how good do you think England really is? And how, or is it how bad Iran really is? I'm not sure. I'm really not sure. I wasn't expecting that. The thing is, is like, I kind of expected England to win. Oh, I mean, By a lot, but I didn't expect them to score six. Yeah, I was expecting a three nil, four one type thing. Exactly. Um, Saka had a good day. That whole team he scored two. He scored two. Yeah, to be fair, everybody. I don't think there was a single player that had a bad like game that that day. Yeah. Um, for England, not Iran. Iran. Did. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, even even the Iranian attackers weren't too bad. No, I mean, what's his face from Porto's pretty Tereni. good. Yeah. Tereni, yeah. Um. But overall, it was just a thrashing. I, yep. I mean, unless you were an England fan, like it wasn't that entertaining to watch because, I mean, yep. it was entertaining in the sense that there were a lot of goals scored, but it wasn't entertaining because like it wasn't competitive whatsoever. No, yeah, and it was pretty much not competitive from the first kick of the game. I mean, Iran did have more chances, but it could have gotten more goals. But I mean, yeah, yeah, it's really not much. Um, Iran, if they want to get out of the group, it's going to be rough, but. They do possibly have a chance because I say disappointing for U.S. fans. They should have beat Wales. They tied it. Yeah. Gareth Bale, straight off the golf course to just score a pen real quick. Dominated in the first half. Kind of got dominated. Not even kind of got dominated in the second half. But we were still on cruise control until Walker Zimmerman decided to two-foot this man from behind (laughs) for absolutely no reason. Um, but I guess that's the issue when you have a young, inexperienced team, right? Especially when they're not used to playing on the big stage. I mean, the man plays for fucking Nashville, and no disrespect to Nashville, but you're in, you're in, you're in the MLS. Come on now. Not only that, like you're not even a, a top team in the MLS. Yeah. You're in a mediocre team. Yeah, they make the playoffs, but that's about they're it. not in the finals. Yeah. So. Fair enough. But then again, he also was MLS Defender of the Year. Um, How old is he? I think he's like 25, 26. Oh, okay. He's 
He's not too old, but not really. I thought you know. he, he he looks older. Nah, dude. He's pretty young still. It's just because of all the hair, dude. Yeah, that's he's a hairy one. man. Yeah. Um, fantastic performance though from the Fulham defenders, both yeah. Anthony Robinson. Yeah. Literally, whenever he's on the left, man, that man is just up and down the field all game. And then Tim Ream. That man was on it. That man, yeah, he's he's been a, a surprise to me. I'm not gonna lie, I don't watch Fulham that like that. Um. Oh, so, I can. Like, yeah, like I watch them often, oh, yeah. but like I don't pay attention to him specifically. But it's kind of different now because like he's playing for my country, so I'm kind of watching him a little more. I'm surprised with what I've seen. He's carrying on the form that he has at Fulham. Um, but yeah, U.S. overall looked pretty good. That midfield three is dangerous. A little bit, a little bit. Yeah. We still don't have any real attacking firepower, but I think that might be something that like. A lot of teams, I feel lack in this World Cup, a striker. Yeah. A good informed striker. Yeah. Based off of match week one, at least. It Kane didn't even score. True. So he's, he's one of the only English <laughs> attackers to not score. Yeah, literally. So I mean, it's. I don't know. From what I've seen so far, I mean, I'll get there. There's like maybe one or two, but that's really about it. Yeah. Um. Group C. Argentina. The first 4 a.m. game for us. We live in Illinois. Saudi Arabia. Games start at 4 a.m. over here. For all of those that are listening abroad and you have it. I know in England, the games are they start at 10 a.m. And at 9 p.m. Something like that. Over here. Over here, it starts at 4 a.m. And ends at and 3. And ends at 3 p.m. I'd be playing a full shift waking up at like... Not even a full. A shift and a half. Yeah. Literally 12 straight hours from 4 a.m. to 3 p.m. I wake up at like 3.50, make my coffee, sit down, watch the games. I don't think I've gotten more than like three hours of sleep since like the 4 a.m. game started, to be honest. Yeah. Like, can I still sleep at my regular time? 11, 12, 1. But what a way to kick off the 4 a.m. games. My days. Lionel Messi scores a pen in the 10th minute. Everyone thinks. This is it. That first half. Then you go on. And then they score three more, and they're all offside. That's, honestly, I, I forgot which ones they were. Because, all right, wasn't it two that were Messi and one, like, Lauturo Martinez? Yeah. I forgot which one of the three. But there was one, they literally counted his arm. I know, dude. Offside rule is so bad. Like, the man's not scoring with his arm. Nope. There was even another one, I think it was Messi, where he was on par with, like, the defender. Like, it was on, they were on the same line, right? So it wasn't offside, except that his upper body was. And, like, it was just his shoulder. It wasn't even his head, I don't yeah. think. So, like, I mean, technically, you could go with, like, your shoulder. Yeah. But, like. But he didn't. Right, yeah. So, it's I mean. It's not impeding on the play. Right. That's what doesn't make sense. So. But, yeah. Um, Argentina lost. Saudi what Arabia. A goal. The second one. Yeah. Banger. Straight banger. Got a little lucky with the bounce. Uh, the Dasari. But then, the hello body faint, hello, hello. I don't even know what he did with his feet. He did some stuff. It's a far post. It's a national holiday the very next day in Saudi Arabia. The king declared. Whole team got Rolls Royces. They all got Rolls Royces. I saw some of the videos of them celebrating over there. Fucking scenes, bro. They're just vibing. Yeah. Did you see the one video? They went in the, the so I guess they're at the same hotel as the Argentina team. And Everbanega plays in Saudi Arabia. 
Mm. So they went out, they went to him and they celebrated with him. And everyone was laughing in the comments. Like, how are you going to disrespect this man? You just beat his country. This is, what is messy? What is messy? <laughs> oh, my days. It was good, good times, good times. Yeah. That, match. I mean, for me, Argentina losing, I mean, the only reason I care for Argentina is for uh, the GOAT himself. Don't care about the actual team Leonardo. or anything about it. Andres. As a Mexico fan, with the game with Poland, it uh, it was concerning. Because it's going to go one or two ways, right? Argentina's going to get pissed off and just destroy Mexico, or they're really just shit. Yeah. So, the game with Poland was a must-win. Everybody, you know, knew for Mexico was the game that you were going to either, you had a win, or if you lost, you were basically out. Mm-hmm. They tied nil now. Mexico realistically should have won. Uh, I still blame Tata for the fact that he didn't bring a real striker like Santi, someone like Linus to change the game up. But uh, yeah, I know you're going to get what you get when you have somebody who's as delusional as our coach. So it's not a bad result, uh, especially because most people expected us to lose. Even, you know, Mexicans expected to lose. But it was just nil-nil. I mean, Mexico for the most part, I would say dominated. They both had some chances. They're just not clinical. And um, let's not forget the greatest goalkeeper in World Cup history. San Memo Ochoa. My goat. Defrosts from whatever chamber he's in every four years. Might be shit whatever, wherever he's at with his club, with America, when he was in Europe. It don't matter. Man turns up. Should pen by Lewandowski, though. Like, let's be honest. But, like, Memo knew exactly where he was going. So, yeah. my guy, my guy. To be fair, it was the first pen he missed for Poland. No, I think he missed one before. Oh, at least Antal Mundo, they always show, like, where, like, they, like, score their pens and yeah. stuff. And there was, like, the green ball, like, where they scored. And then oh, a right. red one. Yeah, 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 right. There was a red one. Yeah. Before he took it. Yeah, you're right, you're right. Second penny missed for Poland. First penny missed at the World Cup. Um, He's never scored a World Cup goal. Never scored a World Cup goal. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the game. It's kind of shit, to be honest. Yeah, a it wasn't that game, great. A lot of the games in match day one were yeah, kind of shit. Yeah, no, it, it wasn't that great. It um, was just the fact that, like, I mean, for me... And I'm, Mexico, so like, you know. Yeah, I'm more into it, obviously, than, like, your casual fan would be. Same thing with, like, I'm sure with most people with their country. Yeah. When they're playing, it's you're a lot more invested in it. So, like, sometimes for me, you know, the whole analyzing the game goes out the window a little bit. So, it is what it is. Um, for me, I think a surprise was uh, Denmark dying, uh, tying against Tunisia. I thought that was kind of a shock. Yeah, Denmark didn't really do anything. Um, no, not at all. So I was like, I was watching it at work and listening to it. Um, commentator made a good point. I don't know who the heck it was commentating, but they were like, everyone's kind of figured out Denmark. Like, they just passed the ball to Ericsson. And then he just, like, delivers final touch, uh, final pass. And they rely on their wingers and striker to score the goals. So Tunisia was letting him have the ball, but they were letting him have it way downfield. Yeah. Where he couldn't really Deep in deliver. Their own half, yeah. He couldn't really deliver that ball. A good pressing from them too. And yeah, and it worked. Uh, obviously, they only got a point out of it, but 
Tunisia had a couple of chances too, though. So yeah. like they they didn't look bad. No, I mean the game was kind of dead. Let's be honest, but like yeah, yeah. Everybody expected Denmark to at least get a decent result. Yeah, I was and expecting like a two 0 two one. Yeah, yeah. To be honest, yeah. And then now Tunisia did their thing. I mean, good for them. And uh, I really thought at first that the curse was about to continue with France, but they turned it around four one. Um, Kylian Mbappe, man, what I, a game. Adrian Rabia, what a game. Goal and assist. Giroud, two goals. My Ferrari. Time. Theory. Henri. Oh, my God. One more goal. And the man breaks the record. Mbappe had a goal and assist. Usman had an assist. You can't stop quality. Yeah, they're just too good. I mean, to be fair, they played Australia. Yeah, 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 yeah. Who aren't the best. But. France dominated completely that game. I do give props to Australia. They did go for it. Even when they were down 3-4-1, yeah, they, they still went for it. Actually, all these games so far, all these teams, even when they're down, have kept going for it. There was maybe one or two games later that I'll talk about where like they just didn't look like they wanted to be there. But yeah, every single team has been going for it no matter what. At, you know, Despite being down however many goals, like they're fighting, so... As long as you're putting up, you know, giving your all, despite probably being shit, at least you're trying. I agree. Um, I agree. That takes us to Group E. With uh, the next shocker. Yeah. Is it equally, or is it a little bit... I think it's still a little less shocking than the Argentina result. I think so, yeah. Germany went up 1-0, and then they lost 2-1. In the There was two goals scored eight minutes apart by Japan. Yeah. Um... And yeah, Japan, honestly, they just executed the game plan perfectly. Hit on the counter. And they put the ball in the back of the net. Yeah. Germany dominated with quite literally 75% possession. <laughs> and they still lost. Pretty poor from a lot of these German players, especially in the attack. You expect a lot more. And the only goal you get from a penalty. Yeah. Havertz scored, but he was offside, unfortunately. Yeah, he was way off. Um... I actually saw a statistic after the game that said that the only that that Germany's like last the last time Germany lost a game where they were winning one nil they had like seventy five percent possession no like seventy two percent possession and then they ended up losing and it was the same thing Damn. they dominated the ball they dominated the game and they lost that's two World Cups in a row where Germany loses their opening game. Yeah, and the statistic of the tournament was, at least on Fox, the team that wins their opening game has an 84% chance of advancing, and the team that loses has an 11% chance. Damn. I mean, that's rough. It is. Not as rough as this Costa Rica result, though. Yeah, dude, that's one of the games, one of the teams I was saying, how, like, there is no fight whatsoever. They were just there. I mean... I don't think Costa Rica's been like that. Um, what's the word? Abused. Humiliated. And humiliated and just... Unlucky. I mean, that's what happens when you feel the man like Francisco Calvo. <laughs> we would know as fire fans. He's not good. <laughs> Spain hasn't like committed these many atrocities since like the 1500s, bro. 
What a game it was for their attack. Oh, 100%. Spain played really goal. well. Really, really well. Dani almost scores. Asensio. Fernand Torres scores twice. One of which was a penalty. Gavi scored. Carlos Soler scored. And even to end the match, Alvaro Morata. Of all people, you know you're you're just dead when Morata scores against you. No disrespect to Morata, but let's be honest here. What a game, what a game. Pedri, Gavi, Busquets. I was actually rooting for Costa Rica. Obviously, I knew they weren't going to win, but I didn't think it was going to be a massacre. Spain just... The most impressive part to me is the fact that Spain literally didn't even let up a single shot. 82% possession. They had over 1,000 passes. Yeah, yeah. And they didn't let up a single shot. That's the next level. In Luis Enrique, we trust how far it's been getting. I expected them to top a group and like probably maybe get quarterfinals depending how like, the other groups go. I agree. I don't know if they'll make it to the semis. I mean, honestly, a lot of these teams who you'd expect could be a lot better just based off like the first match week, like kind of poor. Yeah, but also Spain looks good because of the team they played. No, 100%. So, That's why England looks good too. Yeah. But like... Uh, I don't know. It's hard to predict, especially this year. Anything can happen. Especially with injuries. Yeah. Um, Morocco and Croatia. Another surprising result for me. Nil-nil. Nah, I'm not that surprised. I When I predicted my group, I put Croatia third, but I really wanted to put them dead last. But I didn't really think that was going to happen. I expected them to probably beat Morocco, but uh, the game, it wasn't that great. No, but, it, was quite, it was another quite boring game. Yeah, but I mean, Morocco put up a fight. They did a thing. Both teams had chances, but at the end of the day, nothing really happened. Yeah. Croatia's age is catching up to them finally, and I think this is the first time we really see it. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what happened last World Cup for them to just be that good. I mean, even 2014, like, they didn't make it out the group. And they just go to the final, and then now they're struggling again. Yeah. It was just Luka Modric in the form of his life, man. Yeah, literally. Um... Speaking of an aging, t- aging team, Belgium. <laughs> Another team. They got dominated, in my opinion. I don't know. Canada should have won, to be honest. It was a poor, a very poor penalty from Alfonso Davies. Shouldn't be taking it to begin with. Must say. Um, they were robbed of another penalty later in the game. But at the end of the day, my guy... Some say a Chelsea legend, Michi Bashuai, gives them the lead to get the three points. Yeah. It's funny because we actually, I kept seeing a lot of people were talking about how poorly Kevin De Bruyne played. Yeah, even to himself. And uh, it wasn't very Kevin De Bruyne-esque. But at the same time, like, look at the team around him. Yeah. I, even to himself, I don't know why I got the man of the math. I don't think I played that good. Um, you know who did play good though, and it was so lovely to see, and it, it made me it made me tear up a little bit. Alfonso Davies, Aiden Hazard. He didn't obviously have the type of game where he was gonna, you know. Well, he's not Eden Hazard anymore, realistically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like he he was he was balling out there. Yeah. He was flowing. He was doing his thing. It almost just looked like old him. I mean, not really, because obviously, but like 
glimpses of it. It was beautiful. Beautiful stuff. Canada's going to come back, though. Yeah. Uh, they they got to be Croatia. Um, I think they'll be Croatia and Morocco at this point. Yeah, honestly, I feel like their bigger competition would be Morocco. Maybe. But I feel like Croatia, they would get past. Not comfortably, but like I, I could even see like a 2-0, 3-1. I'm not going to lie. Based off those performances. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, if that's what they should have did to Belgium, imagine what they're going to do to the other teams. Yeah. That don't have the quality of Belgium. And I mean, you, you, you never know too. Belgium could end up losing against either Croatia or Morocco too. Yeah. So, I mean, I feel like Croatia and Belgium would be a good game because, let's be honest, it's they're both old. I feel like it's going to be a boring game to be honest. It probably will be. Yeah. It's either going to be really boring or really entertaining. There's Croatia and Morocco. When do they play? Croatia and Morocco. That's literally the game that we were just talking about. Belgium and Croatia. Let's see. Tom- uh, so tomorrow Belgium plays Morocco, so I'm assuming they're gonna play Thursday. Okay, so they play last. Yeah. That's their last game. Okay, yeah. Um, the only upside for Belgium is they get Lukaku back. Yeah, if he does come back, um, I don't know. He's probably already doing an interview about the Belgian national team. Who knows? But that takes us to the final group: Switzerland and Cameroon. Or the final two groups, I should say. Switzerland beat Cameroon and um, Mbolo. Unfortunate scenes. Scoring against the nation where he was born. Unfortunate scenes. Unfortunate scenes. You heard why he has to, why he, he chose Switzerland, right? No. So he wanted to choose Cameroon. And they said, we'll call you up to our national team. But you got to pay us to represent this country. And so then he said, nah, I'm good. What? And he went to Switzerland. Why are you going to pay? Apparently, that's what they do in Cameroon. They make you pay to play for the team. In Cameroon, or is it like yeah, Africa? In Cameroon. Cameroon. What the fuck? I, I don't remember who it was when I was doing my research. They said there was another player that's Cameroonian, that they did the same thing, so he ended up not playing for them. But I don't remember who it was. No wonder you're not getting some of these good players. Yeah. Like, what? You're supposed to just embrace them. Exactly. Oh, my days. So that's why he chose Cameroon. And you could see the, like, the... Switzerland. Oh uh, yeah, that's why he didn't choose Cameroon. He chose Switzerland, and you could see like the uh, the pain in his eyes when he scored against him. No, I'd be like, "Fuck you! I'm not paying." Yeah, but that's still the country that he embraces. Yeah, I feel that. It's his culture, and to make matters worse, the man that assisted him, our own Zerdan Shakiri. Man's, Always- man's already got like a quarter of his fucking MLS <laughs> assists this season. Always performing in the World Cup, he's gonna score a banger against Brazil or Serbia. I don't know. He scored a banger against uh, Serbia last World Cup. Yeah. Even got, you know, a lot of uh, hate from the Serbian fans because he did the banging eagle. Yeah, he threw up the eagle, man. And uh, seems if he does it again. Does it again, yeah. Two World Cups in a row. Him and Shaka, bro. So, yeah. Yeah, him too. But um, Brazil and Serbia 2-0. Realistic. It wasn't a bad game. I kind of liked it, actually. It was quite entertaining. Um, Richarlison scored potentially. The goal of the tournament. Yeah, 100%. Um, um, you see what happens when you don't have actually good players around you and that, you know, Spurs. Wow. Yeah. Uh, in my opinion, Brazil didn't really look that good. They didn't look that good, but I thought the game the game was good to the me. The game was good, but, like, they didn't really look that good as themselves. Yeah, because... Um, I mean, they didn't start scoring, or they didn't score until the 62nd minute, which... 
I was assuming, and I think a lot of people were assuming that they were going to come in guns blazing, <laughs> score a bunch of goals. Yeah. They're going to be like, we here. Yeah. And they're going to just try to win, like, I mean, honestly, the most convincing win out of all these games so far, to me, Spain. I mean, I guess I'll say England, but. Mm. For me, it was just France. Yeah, I, want, I was going to say France. I was looking at all the other ones, too, but. Because I don't really want to say England or Spain simply because of their opponent was quite... Sub- subpar? Yeah. Even, I mean, the Ecuador game, they look very convincing, but they're not, like, a favorite. Yeah. So I'm probably just going to have to go with France for now. I mean... I yeah, Brazil did their job 2-0. They did the job, but they were poor. At least, uh, at least to their standards, they were poor. And, uh, I and they it. lost Neymar for the rest of the group stage. Yeah, I think they'll be fine. But um, I think, honestly, I saw, like, Diego Silva get a little hurt during the game. He was fine. He got back up and everything. But it's just like, well, for one, he better not get hurt because he has to come back to Chelsea. But they lose him. I think that defense is a bit more sus than it already is. Who do they even have as a backup center back? I don't know. Let's look. Let's see. I didn't even look at the squad that they called up. They have. Oh, Edward Militao and Bremer. Okay, not too bad. I mean, okay, Militao, yeah. Bremer, I feel like... He's in good form for Juve right now. Yeah, I guess so. Cause he, has he been playing for Juve? Yeah. A lot? They've been better than they were at the beginning of the season, so... Yeah, ever since he started playing, they started doing better. Oh, well, sure, okay. Alex Tellez almost scored a worldy. Uh, don't worry. Yeah, when he, he hit the, the post. post yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> not Alex Tellez, Alexandro. Yeah, yeah, Wrong yeah. I, I knew exactly who you meant. <laughs> um, I think this one was a bit shocking too, though. Uruguay and Korea tying no no. That was uh, that game was shit. Yeah, <laughs> literally nothing happened. Dude. Not a single shot on target. I mean, for Korea, like obviously, like a point against Uruguay, like that's that's massive, but. The real game in that group. Um, we got we got to see two Sus. We did see two Sus. And only one was from Ronaldo himself. The scenes were funny. The scenes were actually quite funny. I mean, I, it was kind of disrespectful to his nation that he hit the Sue when he was losing. Yeah, no, it was. Uh, especially when he should have been grabbing the ball and running back to the halfway line. <laughs> but... It was worth it for the reaction of Ronaldo alone. <laughs> and was, the world. He was triggered, bro. He was and so triggered. You just love to see it. You just love to see him triggered, dude. I mean, the goalie almost had and a uh, yeah. stinker. The goalie literally almost handed the game away. That would have been hilarious. I would have loved that. And did you see the fan? Like, the, not the fan reaction. The, the benches reaction. Yeah, they were, they were livid. Like, they were fuming. <laughs> the best part, as of today... The goalkeeper just re-signed and has a $75 million release clause. Jesus Christ. I mean, yeah, Ronaldo scored a good pen. I still don't understand why he got man of the match. Joe Felix, um, he scored and officially announced he wants to leave Atleti. And my guy, Rafael Leal, first World Cup goal. The Leal one was a little sus, man. A lot of people were saying he was off. Which and one? Oh, the Leal one? The Leal one. And, like, I don't think... He, there was no way he was off, but, like, there are some angles that it looked a little sus. 
What day of the week did they play Thursday? Yeah. Okay, I was I was getting ready for like Thanksgiving stuff, so like I walked away and I missed the uh Felix one and I ran back and my god I scored. Bruno Fernandez had both assists. Yeah. And then I walk away again and then Lao scores and I run back like oh my god I scored. And then I walk away again and then Ghana scores and all I got to see was a Sui. It's quite funny too because Ghana, Andre Ayu scores, gets subbed off for his brother Jordan, Jordan. Ayu. Ayu for Ayu. What a day. I mean, same thing happened with France. Also, RIP Lucas Hernandez out for the tournament. Yeah, torn ACL. Apparently, he's considering just not finishing his career now. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't know why I didn't look into it because, like, it was, like, from a source that, like, talks a lot of bullshit. So, mm. I didn't look into it. But, yeah, RIP, feel bad. Uh, I still do think Theo is a better left back, but it is what it is. Yeah. And that's uh, match week one, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, that was match week one. Um, We're going to keep it short and simple because we'll be back again in a few days. Yeah. Um, we got a lot of action so far in match week two. A lot's happened. Um, we're not going to talk about any results or anything right now, but just be on the lookout for the next episode. Because we're only halfway through and a lot can change in the next three days. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, follow us on social media. Share us. Like us. Go give CJ Brown a a follow tool. Follow us, man. Yeah. Got a shout out from CJ Brown. It's on our Football Engine's Twitter account. And I was saying how, like, I was telling AJ how there was a comment at the bottom, but it couldn't show it because apparently it says something about, like, what, like. I don't know. Apparently it was insensitive or something like that. And, like, it wouldn't show up. And I'm like, I hope they're talking shit about me. I have to like who the fuck is this ugly piece of If that was you DM us We wanna know I wanna know what you said I ain't gonna be mad Cause I'm probably gonna agree with you so Yes Alright bye Peace